Welcome to episode 82 of Lights Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Well, Mike, God, I'm, I got to be better than most anybody right now. I hate to break with tradition, but I'm on vacation. Um, just checking out Bend, Oregon for the first time. Oregon, for that matter. Uh, I did get a chance to go over to the coast for a couple days, and it's pretty amazing. So I've got no complaints whatsoever. How about you, Mike? Excellent. Yeah. Um, so we've done Zooms doing, during COVID when we were literally a four to six minute, eh, not even six, about a three to four minute walk. We've done Zooms when you were touring the campus at, I always get it mixed up. Is it Michigan Tech or Northern Michigan? Michigan Tech. It was at Tech. Okay, so at Michigan Tech, which is an eight-hour car ride, but never in you know in eighty-two episodes, never have we done the Zoom where we were two thousand two hundred eighty-two point one miles apart. Somebody so, did their homework. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I I personally don't enjoy the Zooms as much. No, but, you know, life happens. The show must go on. So you do what you got to do. I mean, hell, 20 years ago, our podcast would be on a hiatus rate, maybe even 10 years ago, without the technology of, you know, the Zoom meetings, the uh, conference, the video calls and whatnot. So, I, you know, I guess it's, you know, not, a, you know, my take on this pod would be not as good as most, uh, better than some or however that would go. But yeah, but tw- almost 2,300 miles apart, hopefully the listeners will tolerate it'll be a little different ranking system because obviously for me to send Dave on a trip with beer or Dave to try to uh, screw the mail service over and send me three beers from Oregon we have uh, different tastings today so you know it's kind of like a uh, potpourri of tastings yeah like a smorgasbord of taste exactly you know so um but it'll be fun beer is beer and I'm personally drinking free beer today and it could end up in the, isn't that the best though? That is the the best, best, isn't it? Free beer is the best beer. (laughs) And two of my three tastings, courtesy of, I'm not going to call him loyal listener because I think he's, but I think he has listened, but even if he hasn't listened, friend of the pod, Chris Leachman, he was out in Arizona a couple of weeks ago, actually saw a, a Vegas Golden Knights game in before they were eliminated. Well, no shit. Obviously, they wouldn't be playing a game if they were eliminated. But he saw a game in Vegas, and they were, his family was in Arizona, and he brought me a couple of 25-ounce uh, cans back. Um, the first one I'm going to go with Wait is, a minute. Did I hear that right? The 25-ounce cans? Yeah. Yes, and I was planning on doing the tasting because I've got two of these bad, you know, two different flavors, and I got two of these bad boys, and I was, you know, 25 divided by two is 12 and a half, 12 and a half is a can of beer. Most of our samplings are pints, but we have done 12-ounce bottles and 12-ounce cans before, so I'm thinking, all right, hop, the Hop Not IPA 25-ounce can, that's going to be a, that's a perfect sample size for a tasting, but I figured... Well, there's no use waiting for you because the three-year sampling tonight, I mean, it would have been kind of stupid for me to send you with a glass of beer last Monday morning. I mean, that fucker would be flat by now. So right, uh, you're going to have your three from you know, the Oregon-based. 
and I, by the way, I am going first with the introduction because we were at the South studio last week. We would have been at the North studio. So I'm going to kick it off. And like I said, Four Peaks Brewing Company, I'm drinking a Hot Knot IPA, 6.7% alcohol, 47 IBUs. So what's your first selection, David? My first selection is from 10 Barrel Brewing Company uh, right here in uh, Bend, Oregon. And it is 5% ABV and 24 IBUs. And this is actually a Kolsch. Okay. Yep. We've haven't we haven't had a haven't had a lot of colches, but we've had some. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, let's get to it. All right, let's go. I hope I could. Well, some of our listeners probably don't hope I do. But hopefully I can show some restraint because I don't know if I do. I don't know if I typically drink 25 ounces in a segment, but we'll give it a whirl. Hey, I don't have to drive anywhere. No, I don't, I don't even have to walk home. Well, you know, and you're good about that. We probably don't say it enough on the pod, but, you know, you got to yeah, be drink. responsible. Yeah, you got to be responsible when you drink. And as much as you do drink, Mike, you're very yeah. responsible about where you are and if you get a ride. And and, and as last night, what? We'll get into the last. Hey, I get up early on Saturdays uh, with all the grad parties and whatnot. I've been drinking usually between the 1030 and 1230 range. Um, I'm out like a light. And hopefully the you know loyal listeners, Josh and Jamie and Wendy, don't take offense because typically I fall asleep at their place. Last, <laughs> night, last night I was I took the, the sleep show on the road. But, uh, so and yes, admittedly, al- the alcohol I'm consuming, and I'll get into the grad party that we were at last night in a few minutes, but, um, you know, obviously the alcohol has something to do with it, but also being up 20 straight hours on four hours of sleep, yeah. coupled with the alcohol. Yeah. I like to just say I fell asleep. You know, there you go. Liz, like, Liz likes to correct and says, well, yeah, I think you passed out, but ah, tomato, tomato, what's the difference? <laughs> All right. Let's, but anyway, without further ado. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's not. I like the standard IPA taste with a little bit of uh, citrus flavor to it. Not overpowering, not very bitter. I mean, 47 IBUs, you wouldn't expect it. 6.7% 6.7% relatively smooth. Right. We'll see how it goes 25 ounces later, though. <laughs> okay. How was your uh, the, first part? The, the Real Good from uh, 10 Barrel Brewing. Uh, and it's spelled R-E-E-L. And it's, you know, it's got a trout on there. Um, looks like it's a limited Sims edition or limited Sims release. Sims is a, a fishing outfitter or, you know, gear. Uh, the other side of the can's got what looks like a fly fisherman, you know, on the bank of a river. This is delicious. This is uh, probably, you know, this definitely falls into a sessionable beer right here. You could sit here and on the bank of a river and unload on uh, unload on these a six pack really easy. I bet. Uh, 
I was hoping you'd get the hint. Our listeners can't see this, but I just shot you a view of my can. What does your can look like? And by the way, listeners, that's um, the beer he's drinking, not his ass. <laughs> and, well, my can easily. Okay, now that I still say I get I get the can of the night award versus that. Although that that the the turn side was much more than yeah, that's much better than the other side where it just says real. Real good, yeah. So yeah, um, but uh, all right, Dave. Hey, let's uh, turn segment one over to you. You're the one. Now our listeners know you're always a very busy man. Now this week, you truly have been a very busy man. Fuck, I think you've uh, climbed. I think you rode the bike. You you flew out Monday morning, I think, and it's Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, your time. So yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This is the seventh day. I think you've rode a bike more in these seven days than I have in my 54 years on this planet. Oh, and yeah. Yes, Larry, I, last, yeah and yes, Larry, I rounded up to 54 years. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been awesome. I mean, we, it's been so hot out here. I mean, I think everybody's heard in the news um, how blazing hot it's been. And uh, for Bend, uh, it's high desert. Um, so you have some altitude. Uh, so it's not like you're in a valley and it gets really, really hot, hot, hot. But typically the average temperature in July is 82 degrees. That's the average. Um, it's definitely for the last three months, the average has been closer to 90. But uh, you go 10 uh, from where my brother-in-law and sister-in-law live. Uh, you go 10 miles up the road. Uh, you're into Mount Bachelor and you're probably, I think Mount Bachelor is like, I mean, obviously we're not at the top of the mountain. Uh, the top of that one is 9,900 feet. I think, um, today we were probably, we were at about seven, we were at, at about 7,000 feet. So, um, it was cool in the morning. Uh, it's like a typical desert. So cool in the morning, hot during the day, um, that a lot of pine trees. So it's not desert desert, but, uh, you know, the humidity, anybody listening back in in Michigan, if, you, if you've been to those places uh, with desert-like conditions, real dry conditions, um, I, you know, I was, after we got back from our hike this morning, uh, we went to a place called Tumala Falls, if you want to look on a map, beautiful, um, obviously all the streams and rivers here, you know, run downhill, so you end up with a bunch of waterfalls and stuff like that, but we did uh, uh, 1,000 almost 1200 feet of hiking up. That was the off of Shelly's Apple watch. That was the elevation we hiked today was about 1200 feet. And, um, you know, you, you don't sweat hardly. Um, you know, even coming back here when the temperature was about 87 here in town in Ben, and, uh, we were doing a little bit of yard work. Um, you know, it's still, it's not, you know, at about 90 degrees, it's not like it would be in Michigan. In Michigan at 90 degrees, you know, even with our normal humidity, um, you tend to not even want to go outside. So um, that's kind of the cool thing around here. And just just all the people riding and running and, and, and kayaking. And um, I think it's probably you, you are in a serious minority um, if you're not somebody that doesn't get outside and do those kind of things. So um, doing the, I did my first serious, um, six and a half mile, uh, mountain bike adventure, you know, on the little, uh, 12 inch wide 
dirt, rock, root infested trail. Um, it is a miracle. Uh, we even passed one guy and he kind of looked at us, you know, we started talking. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. You guys are doing this without like, they have helmets for sure. And even some of them have the face guard, you know, kind of a helmet, like a BMX or a motocross kind of a, um, you know, lower jaw mandible kind of a cover. Uh, but you know, and I would say the majority of people, especially the ones that are doing, you know, some of the more, uh, advanced trails, I mean, they're all padded up. They've got knee pads, elbow pads. Uh, some of them either even have shoulder pads And it. Those of you that have skied the mountain bike trails are kind of, uh, labeled the same. So you've got like green circles, blue squares, black diamonds. Uh, for sure. We avoid the black diamonds. Uh, some of the blue squares, you know, are not, we avoid those too. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I kind of, when I got done, I'm really shocked that I didn't come, uh, square up with a tree or a, a big boulder or something like that. But, uh, it was exhilarating. It was, it was a lot of Bono. <laughs> What's that? A la Sonny Bono, or was that John Denver? Uh, I think it was Sonny Bono. Yeah, yeah Sonny Bono. Bono. And John Denver was a plane crash, right? Yeah, so right. Sonny Bono. Yeah, he, he was skiing, though, but same difference. It, yeah, it, you said it was like a ski slope. Come on, stay <laughs> with your story, Dave. Yeah, true, true. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's more to do around here than you can shake a stick at. So um, the, I guess the cool thing here is, especially in Bend and why it's getting so popular, number one, um, like I said, you go 10 to 15 miles in, you know, you're up in the mountains. It's, it's a hundred inches of base, tons of snow, you know, from end of October to, you know, end of March or even into, even into the spring break time, you know, they're still skiing on Mount bachelor, but then you come down to bend and, you know, you know, they, they get a little bit of snow. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I think average temperature, you know, during the winter time, you know, it might dip down into the twenties, you know, a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, January and February, I think my brother-in-law said the average temp was like 42. So, um, you know, they get some snow, they get a little bit of melt, they get a little bit of snow, get a more melt. The second thing is, is, I mean, seriously, you could take an eight iron, and at any point in Bend, Oregon, you can, you know, hit a golf ball and hit a brewery um, and not just a pub, you know, not just a, but like an actual, you know, craft brew microbrewery. Uh, it is insane. It, it's like, it's almost like uh, the, the Walgreens and the Rite Aids and the 7-Elevens. They're, they're just, it's almost on, there's one on every corner. So um, that's a pretty popular thing to do around here as well. There's no way in the, in the 14 days, I, I, I don't know if I could get to them all. I've actually ordered a t-shirt cause they were out. There was a t-shirt at one of the places in Bend that had uh, a pint glass uh, on the whole front of the shirt. And then they had the, all the names of all the micro brews made up the shape of the pint pint glass. If you can imagine how that would. Right. Work out. Yeah. So um. So looking forward to that. And I'll have a little swag when I come back for you, Mike. All right. Appreciate it. I'm looking forward to that. But I think what the listeners are obviously been busy, having a lot of fun, staying active. I have 
two questions. One is just a personal question. The second, I, I know our listeners are dying to know because I, what I picked out certain things, you know, when somebody's talking, you pick out like certain things, like, um, you know, like only, only Chuck will get a kick out of this. But one of our coworkers said, you know, when I, when I was in college, I used to throw 98 miles an hour. And, you know, I let him finish this story. And, <laughs> you know, we're sitting around drinking beer and there was a lull in the conversation. And I looked at him and said, when did you throw 98 miles an hour? And anyway, but so, and there was a 98 mile, and not that you did anything on that, but anyway, first question, altitude. Like when you see NFL teams, they go to Denver and yep. visiting team is typically like getting the oxygen. Just right. So. Like when you were doing the the walks or the hikes or the bikes up yep. altitude, would you feel the difference? And like, did see? I would probably it was, have no. I mean, acting like oh fuck, I'm having a heart attack. No, it was it was it was fucking horrible. It was no, literally even. Well, I mean, what was it? Two days ago, I did that six and a half mile, and the obviously you have to. Well, I guess not. Obviously, there are some ways that you could drive a car to the top and just ride your bike down. You could just do a full downhill. And obviously, that's not a lot of work. Excuse me. Um, but no, we did a climb. We did some climbing in the first half. I would say the first two miles of that six to six and a half mile bike ride that we did. Um, no, it, it's like, you know, um, no, both my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Shelly didn't even go because we did a practice run. We did kind of a shorter loop uh, two days, three days prior to that. Um, and Shelly did great, but she knew what we were going to try to tackle the other day. She, she was just like, no, that's, that's not going to happen. But no, some of the climbs on the bike, um, and, and that could be a whole pot in and of itself, the technology and the bikes and how, how expensive they are with the, with the shifting and the, anyway um i no i got to some of them and the climbs are only you know you go along a ridge for a little bit and then you have a little bit of a climb and you're trying to go over some rocks and roots and around some trees and the climb's probably only 50 60 feet and i'm at the top and i've got to walk my bike the last third because i'm just my legs are locking up and I get to the top and I can't catch my breath. I'm literally feeling like an idiot, you know, cause my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are sitting there. Are you okay? Um, and yes, yeah, I don't think I could do that because I, I would have a panic attack and I would, I'd, my first thing would be like, okay, I'm having a heart attack. And then, and then it would spiral out of control and I'd be, I'd fucking probably just like run down the mountain screaming. Ah! No, this first whole week, I've been on a little bit of a ibuprofen regimen because a, um, no caffeine. I don't know why, but, uh, I, I guess because here in the house, they don't drink, you know, they don't drink, uh, like Coke or, or any kind of colas per se, but I don't know. I just haven't been drinking my, I just haven't been drinking coffee or caffeine or doing anything like that. So it was partly altitude, part caffeine but I know part of it is altitude. So I've had to really pound the water and, and, and hit the Advil, no free ads to try to keep the headaches away. And it's, it's getting better, but yeah, no, the, to answer your question. Um, not, I mean, there, there's been a couple of those where my heart's just pounding out of my chest and I'm, it's everything I can do. I literally, I, I told one person, uh, on the trail, this guy from San Francisco was kind of doing the same, the same trails we were. 
And my brother and sister-in-law went to him by, um, and he said, man, you know, those guys are like the energizer bunny. I said, I'm, I'm dying here. I said, I just got here from Michigan this week. He says, okay, good. I feel a little bit better. Cause I just drove up from San Francisco because I heard about these trails. And so it was, you know, it was taking a toll on him as well, but, uh, it, it's definitely an experience. And if you come out and you try those kind of things, uh, take it slow at first that, you know, anybody out here will tell you that, uh, you gotta, and it's, I've been here a week and, I don't know if I'm used to the elevation yet, or especially when we go up, you know, into the mountains, but, um, you know, I don't know if you can get used to it in a week. It might take a little bit longer. Um, and it, the second question though, was more than along the lines of the 98 mile an hour fastball that after, um, you said, you know, earlier today when I was out doing yard work, yeah, so you're on fucking vacation, you're doing yard work. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm staying for free in, in a lot of cases I'm eating their food. Um, that's, that's, I don't know if your brother-in-law or sister-in-law listen to the pot and if they do, they'll probably hate me. Most, most listeners probably hate me anyway. So I'm good with that. But I mean, that's more of a them problem than a you problem. Otherwise, Hey, Hey, Dave and Shelly, um, the Marriott three miles down the road from us is a perfect place to stay that's where I would recommend you staying. You know, I don't, you know, you come to vacation, stay at their house. That's, that's on them. That's, that's a them problem in my opinion. It's like, why the fuck are you doing yard work on vacation? Because in other words, Hey, why don't you take the red eye home? Because um, with the, the hot as it's been, it, it hasn't been the last week here, but as hot as it's been, I raised my setting. I'm on the fifth level. So my grass, I think it's the best that's ever looked in 20 plus years at this residence but it's very long. So I have to keep it long or it dries out. So it's kind of long. So, you know, why don't you fly back tonight, tomorrow morning, you can cut my grass and you can go back to vacation. I mean, if yard works your vacation. So no, I, now when I say yard work, it's more of a project. I mean, he and I both, uh, my brother-in-law, Rick, he and I both like doing like projects around the house. So he, he's trying to do a path from his pat front patio. A, a, when I'm on vacation, I just like to get fucked up. Well, I know, these, but that's the great thing about this pod, Mike, is that you and I are different. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's an understatement because, <laughs> you know, and, and occasionally if I can have sex on vacation, that's even a bonus. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, little nudge to my wife there. But he, hey, even, you know, if I got a good buzz going, that might even take back seat. So, um, but hey, you're, yeah, you're a better man than me because when you, when the project was going on, I'd be like, all right, well, Shelly and I are going to go walk up a hill and hope to have a heart attack. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, what do you say we rate our uh, yeah. first tracings, albeit differently? So, and again, this would normally be at the North Studio. But yeah, anyway, before we rate, sounds like you're having a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. And this is almost one of those vacations where you're enjoying the hell out of it. It, it kind of reminds, I mean, we didn't do a lot of hiking up mountains and shit, but it almost reminds me of Liz and I's Paris vacation. I mean, where it was go, 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 do, 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 see, go, go, bo, bo, where, I mean, it was like, yeah, I mean, we sure. loved it, but it was like, I mean, I don't even know if that's really a vacation because your, your, your motor's going 10 times faster than it would normally go, but yeah. it's something that you want to do. So it makes it, that much more enjoyable like i mean if it was 
like, you know, yesterday work-wise, which I'll touch on in the fuck you segment in segment three, I was going hundred miles an hour and it was work. So it was like, is this day ever fucking going to end? Whereas like when Liz and I were in Paris or like you and Shelly in Bend, Oregon, it's like, I mean, you've been there, well, not quite a week because you left Monday morning and it probably seems like you've been there, what, 36 hours? But it's been kind, of, you know, because yeah. you, you, it's been on the go all the time, right? Hey, before we do rate though, I uh, I went to Good Life Brewing here in Bend, Oregon, and I just want to give a shout out to Rebecca because at the time, for some reason, they weren't doing flights. Don't know why, didn't make sense, but whatever, it's their policy. Um, so uh, so I thought, well, you know, uh, my brother in law said, hey, can I try that? So she had a little shot glass and gave him a, a try of one of their beers. I said, okay, uh, I'd like to try that. And I tried it and I, you know, said, oh, you know what? I think I need to try that other IPA. Tried that. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Oh, but you have another IPA. Can I try that? <laughs> so, yes, you basically did your own uh, yeah. tasting without getting it. Yeah. But everybody knows, Dave, they didn't do the, uh, flights because because everybody knows covid is more most active on small serving sizes of beer that, I mean, that's common knowledge that, i don't I think, think that's why that they... i think that was one of the first things fauci said in like february of 2020 is like stay away from flights of beer because that's where you'll get fucking covid for sure well then when i i, I handed her a card for the pod and you know and then she kind of was like oh i all right i get it i get it but the beer was excellent. I had uh, Beach Life, awesome. That's a mango ale. Uh, Shelly had something called Sippy Cup. But I'm telling you what, uh, they're stout. If you would have been with me, and I know the listeners that have been listening lately, um, you know, you're starting to you're starting to turn your IPA side over to maybe being a stout fan. Yeah. They're passed out. Magnificent. It was really good. Yeah, they 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 did a fantastic job with that so uh shout out to good life brewing in in bend um nice beer garden too very relaxing nice yeah that i actually mentioned that to liz as we were at our uh sunday hangout pierce road bar and grill um i closed up dinner with a again the Perrin no rules 2020 15 percent stout it's got a the only drawback is I taste a hint of coconut in it, and I do not like coconut, oh, but boy. the coffee and chocolate alcohol combination outweighs the coconut. So I mean that I mean that that little sifter glass, and uh, we'll talk sifter glass in segment two, but um because it was actually an interesting topic brought up amongst the three of us, our waitress, Liz and myself. But that uh, Perrin No Rules 2020 is a fucking banger. <laughs> I mean, it, but and it, but it's not an IPA taste. I mean, it's it's a 180 from an IPA, but it's a fucking banger. And it's like after that 12 ounces, it's like, whew, I'm ready. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, all right. King IPA, Four Peaks Brewing Company, West Coast style IPA, uh, Leech. Thanks, Big Papa Pump. Enjoyed it. I'm probably about 18 of the 25 ounces through. I your standard IPA f- fare with enough citrus to make it very enjoyable. I'm gonna go triple threes. 3.33. Triple threes. 
All right. Well, the Real Good Summer Ale, which is a Kolsch variety uh, from Ten Barrel Brewing, great flavor. I'm even, you know, I've got probably a half an inch left in the bottom of the glass, and there's still carbonation coming up from the bottom. Excellent beer. Great flavor. Top-notch Kolsch from, from the ones that I remember. Now, wait a second. Also, not, not to interrupt, but I am going to. And... Um, yes. As you took your last drink, did you fucking bring your own glasses with you? No, that was a hoplite glass, wasn't it? Yeah, but remember, Rick and Kim lived in uh, in Traverse City. Okay, all right, fair enough. I was gonna say, are you fucking kidding me? You didn't think your brother and sister in law would have a fucking pint glass? All right, I digress. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I'm like, that's he fucking packed it on. I mean, I love my not a big deal glass, but I'm not fucking packing it on a trip. <laughs> No, that, anyway, bro, I got bro, that. Bro, sorry to interrupt i got that out of the cupboard all right uh i'm giving it a three point three point five all right um enjoy that thoroughly wow hot not ip four peaks must be a big brewing company because with fifty thousand check-ins I was yeah, I was eh, sort of kind of in the neighborhood. I was three point three three. The fifty thousand check-ins averages out to a three point seven one for the Hot Knot IPA from Four Peaks Brewing Company. You said three point seven one. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, untapped. Do do do. I had it up here just a second ago. All right. Um, this one is a fairly new release. I believe based on the 747 check-ins. That's it. 747. Uh, All right. Well, I'm a little bit below, but a little bit closer than you were to yours. 3.60. Oh, yeah. So not in the four range, but seems as though the 747 people, they like it. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was three, three, my on tap three, seven, one, you were three, five, you're on tap three, six, zero. So I think both beers would go down as the, uh, Hey, we recommend them. Give them a try. See what you think. Yeah, that's true, Mike, but let's get into the second tasting. Keep this show moving along. Uh, since it's at the North studio, technically, uh, even though we're 2000, how many miles apart? 282.1. <laughs> point one let's make sure we get that one in there uh my second tasting is from crux fermentation project uh is the crux ipa it weighs in at 5.8 abv with 50 ibus and i'm going with the second selection from uh hopefully listener if not friend um from four peaks brewing company Zirical Desert IPA, X-E-R-O-C-O-L-E. And the only reason I'm kind of staggered on the, um, staggered not the right I'm kind of dumbfounded on the pronunciation of the word, the Crux IPA. And there's my can. How does it, oh, uh, maybe pronounce it like a Z. Zirical? But the one that... The only reason I'm a little gun shy in that is because I was listening to I as the listeners know, 
I'm a podcast junkie, and I stumbled upon Orange County Swingers. I'm thinking, yes, this is right up my alley. Yeah, not so much. It wasn't what I was expecting or hoping for. So, but anyway, she, the host of that pod said she was um, confronted and corrected when she pronounced the person's name as Xavier, but his, he pronounced it Javier, but spelled it X-A-V-I-E-R. And I'm like, I would pronounce that Xavier as well. Absolutely. He said his name was Xavier, though. And, that, and then plus, right. like I said, it had nothing really to do with swinging. So the whole fucking podcast was a loss. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, zero. I'm going I'm to call it Xeracol or Iracol Desert IPA from the same four peaks brewing company and the vitals are seven percent and 45 so a tad more alcohol and a smidge less ibus all right all right let's go and as we pour this dave before we cheers yeah um when you hear tom petty's american girl uh that that was this i just had a episode four or five type pour that's one of the worst pours i've had in a number of episodes so before we can cheers i'm going to do the old standby i put my hand over my not a big deal glass to get rid of some of that head never do i want to get rid of head except when i'm doing a beer podcast the uh the good life from yeah, my new good my I, I poured the crux ipa into the good life pint glass my new good life pint glass I, do, I don't know if that's sacrilege around here but um had to be done because i i i have a i have an appointment to go to crux just haven't been there yet otherwise i might have a pint glass from there too all right um liz and i liz got it right away put a lot of pressure on loyal listener chuck mcpeak i know he's going to get it but whenever you hear Tom Patty's American Girl, what is the first movie that you immediately think of? Uh, right now, it'd be American Pie. I don't know why, but. Yeah, I'm not even. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, if that's what you think of that, I, I can't say you're wrong, but I did. that's not, not what I, you're I, thinking I think of. That's the movie. So anyway, all right, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Okay, ready? All right. And cheers. We got to. Yep, cheers. We got to orchestrate the cheers a little better via Zoom. <laughs> oh, you would love this IPA. If I can figure out a way to get some of it back to Michigan, I will. All right. And I actually like this IPA because it's very smooth and doesn't have the citrus of the Hop King. So. All right. Not being hot, not. I'm sorry. Um. All right. Before we get into the the, uh, I can't. I I think I can call it the fastest five minutes in sports because ESPN and Chris Perman is the fastest three minutes. But before we get into that, I saw a window sticker. I actually wanted to cover this in episode 81, but didn't because we got talking about other things. And listeners. You may win up to a million dollars. Notice I say you may. I mean, 
you, you probably won't, but you may. So I want you to submit on our Facebook page, Flights, Football, and Anything Else, and go and please like it so we can start advertising with uh, uh, BetterHelp and uh, Roman and Bud Light and uh, Four <laughs> Peaks and Trucks Brewing Company. Anyway, you get the idea. So like us on Facebook. Dumbest, funniest, stupidest, most comical window slash bumper sticker that you saw during the week post a picture of it on our, on our facebook page or even just put a message on there and we'll get it across because obviously we don't recommend taking pictures as you're driving down the expressway that's yeah, very dangerous we want our listeners to be safe so um but yeah mine for the week and i wanted just i wanted to just ram my vehicle into their back end <laughs> but i thought you know what that's gonna be more of a hassle for me than anything so i'm gonna let it slide so i'll just create a new segment on the not even a segment a new thing on the pod and it was in it was a window sticker in the lower left hand corner of her rear window and it said stay trippy little hippie and on the right side it was the the long hair guy with the bandana holding up the peace sign and to me, that was a fucking horrible misuse. Put a, I love the, the Florida Marlins over top of it, and I don't even notice it. What? Stay what? trippy, little hippie. Come on. You're you a got, fucking loser. You got mad about that? Yes, I got mad about that. It's a dumb fucking window. You would take Because those window stickers aren't free. Somebody had to fucking pay for that, Dave. Stay trippy, little hippie. Are you a fucking moron? You, I don't care if it was a dollar ninety nine. Somebody spent a dollar ninety nine, and, and we can't get get out of our own way on this podcast. And I think this fucking thing, admittedly, I'm biased. Yeah, sure, I think this fucking podcast is gold, and we can't get it out of our own way. And yet, somebody made a dollar ninety nine for some stupid fucking person. <laughs> Right. Buy the, the window sticker. Stay trippy, little hippie. That is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. I wanted to run her off the road, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking you know what? Then I'm going to be in because I don't even think they let us do Zoom meetings while I'm incarcerated. I, so you know, <laughs> well, that's you know, so that's I, true. They probably don't. Yeah. But yeah. So if you if you see a, a or even the ones you like, I'm not looking at ones that want to make you jump off a bridge necessarily. Right. You, you love them, you hate them, they're funny, they're dumb, they're witty. Send them to the uh, Flights Football and Anything Else Facebook page. Well, I tell you what, here's the deal, Mike. Here's how this works. Somebody with all of the medicinal marijuana or the, you know, all the marijuana places opening up now, and somebody made a little sticker like that, ask somebody, you know, in all the little shops, in and around, wherever the hell that was, if it was around Saginaw or wherever, and there's a ton of them around here. Um, you know, and said, Hey, sell a sticker. If it's a dot, like you said, a dollar 99, I'll give you a dollar for selling it and I'll keep a dollar. How's that sound? And, you know, so, I mean, those places are popping up like rash around, you know, around. Right. Okay. And, and not to interrupt Dave, but I'll give you but that. You're gonna anyway. so, so give me the window sticker. You roll it. I'll smoke it. And I'm right behind you. I'm fucking with you on that fucking window sticker. I'll give you the big thumbs up. I'm not a smoker myself, but hey, I, I'll get behind that window sticker. You roll it, I'll smoke it. Stay hippie, little trippy. 
or stay trippy, little hippie. That's fucking dumb. And I hate it. But hey, I, I'm all behind the weed movement. Like, yeah, and if it heals, if it's your medicinal, whatever. But and again, in fact, I think I might be onto something. You roll it, I'll smoke it. That might be our new fucking. Although you can't really roll IPA beers, but <laughs> no, really no. What I'm saying, we can make our own flights football and anything else sticker and take it to all the all the party stores and and any place you can buy uh, craft, craft brews. The first time somebody, the first time somebody spends a dollar ninety nine on that, I'll apologize to whoever came up with "stay trippy little hippie." Because right. I've been bitter. I was bitter when I saw it and wanted to talk about it in episode eighty one. But then we just got on such a roll on episode 81. It kind of got, went by the the four, you know. And hey, in addition to um, bumper stickers, window stickers, if you get a vanity plate, you know, because re, remember, uh, what was my vanity plate? Uh, eight ball sal or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, so bring those to the Flights Football Anything Else uh, Facebook page. But all right, Dave, get, get your timer ready. Oh, all right. Okay. It's, it's, I, I mean, fastly, quickly becoming America's favorite fucking segment. Mike's tw twirl around the sports world in five minutes or less. Not a lot happens. So I'm pretty sure I can do it in five minutes or less, but I'm, I'm going to give you the headlines. You tell me what interests you, whatever way, shape, or form. Right. Ready? Yes, sir. Go. All right. In the... First off, we got to start it off with the real goat, Joey Chestnut. Mm -hmm. A week ago today, sets his own personal record with 76 hot dogs in the Nathan's Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Um, won it for the 14th time in 15 years, or some obscure, some obscure stat like that. But Joe, Joey Joss Chestnut. 76 dogs in 10 minutes. Major League Baseball. My beloved Red Sox. They um a, a less than pedestrian three and five to close out the first half of the baseball season by getting beat by the Phillies five to four. Three of the eight games were decided by that very same five to four score. Uh the Red Sox are in first at the all-star break. 55 and 36. Yeah, I'll get to that. And that'll be my point after we get through this five minutes of uh, sports. And the other news, sad news, uh, young star Ronald Acuna Jr. tears his ACL in a, going after a fly ball. Going to be out for the season. Braves are kind of sputtering along, but they lose their best player. So that's never good to see. UFC, Conor McGregor loses the rubber match versus Dustin, I want to say it's pronounced Poyer, 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 uh, Poyer, due to doctor's decision, because I, I guess he broke his ankle or foot or whatever when he took a punch and then landed funny on it. He says he's not done, but, yeah, I mean, he's this is his second or third loss in a row, so... I love the guy. He's very charismatic and whatnot. And also on the same card, Greg Hardy got knocked the fuck out. Uh, NHL, Tampa Bay won back-to-back -back cups. Although the Montreal Canadiens did avoid uh, the, the sweep. They won game four. Tampa yeah. Bay sealed the deal at home in game five to win the cup. 
become the first back-to-back champ since, uh, I don't know, the Penguins or the Red Wings a while ago, but who cares? That's what I was gonna, uh, Those were the two teams I was going to suggest. Right. And then uh, NBA, NBA final Suns take a commanding 2-0 lead over the Bucks with two wins at home. And then apparently the uh, teams walk back to Milwaukee because I think game two was on Wednesday. <laughs> and uh, game three, I think, is actually being played. I think it just started right now as we're recording. But, I mean, game two was Wednesday. Game three is Sunday. So I, I figured the teams must have walked back to Milwaukee. Uh, the Olympics, the men's basketball team in an exhibition game lost to Nigeria. Some would consider it the greatest upset of all time. I consider it the greatest joke of all time. And do not even mention in the same breath that this NBA team representing the Olympics is even on the same stratosphere as the original dream team because they're not and maybe they should spend some time with us Brenner richardson and kind of write their mind for <laughs> when the olympics actually start but losing to nigeria doesn't bode well doesn't bode well for gold wimbledon with a d Jokovic defeats mateo Baritaroni. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not much for Italian. He, he won three to one and somebody named Ashley Barte won the women's over Carolina Tesclava. And last, but certainly not least, which we don't talk much about on the pod. Um, Italy wins the Euro 2020 by defeating England three to two on penalties, <laughs> whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Well, it's just, a, it's a sudden death, you know, kickoff. Look, I had 30 seconds to spare, Dave. I know. You're the man. So, hey, so of, the, of the week in sports, Dave, what interests you the most? I, I, there's a, I don't know if I can pick one. The Conor McGregor injury, uh, when you look on like ESPN or ESPN, the app, Conor's injury shocked the world. That, that would be something I would think you would pick up on and like, you know, it's MMA. How can an injury in MMA shock the world? I don't. I don't understand that. I think. Well, yeah, you got an excellent point there. I didn't see that headline. I, but I think the way the injury happened because he threw a punch and then kind of like, according to my son Justin who saw the fight, he threw a punch and then as he's kind of like going back, his leg got caught up behind his own leg, and then when he fell. So I think it was kind of a more of a freak injury, if not, if nothing else, because he actually was trash talking on the way out. Uh, Dustin's wife gave him the finger as he's being carted off on a stretcher. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's almost the UFC. I think they need that type of hype and publicity because it's almost like WWE, but real fighting. Right. Oh, and the other one was the, of course, Joey Chestnut. Um, that's the one I want to talk about. It's, yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm just wondering at what point or at what age do you get to when you're jamming 76 hot dogs down your throat? Does all of a sudden he just his eyes roll up in the back of his head and boom, cardiac arrest because he's so jammed full of 
nitrites I, and <laughs> whatever well, I, else they make those hot dogs out of. Well, that's the funny thing because the guy who finished second, I want to say, is around our age, and he ate fifty dogs in ten minutes, which is impressive in and of itself. They're but, eating the they're eating the bun and everything. Well, that's the part I want to talk about, and not that even um let's say it was just a nathan's hot dog okay 76 in 10 minutes is impressive any way you put it yeah it's freakish and and, and like three or four of our listeners are going to say why are you talking about this in sports that's not the sports world it's like listen you're mad because you can't do it <laughs> you know 70 fucking six hot dogs in a 10 minute span all right maybe it's not a sport but it's a fucking accomplishment that needs a tip of the cap to it just like you know i don't necessarily consider cornhole a sport but espn covers it on one of their 73 channels and these guys from the same distance you and i do it from wedding receptions and bachelor parties and bar mitzvahs and yes i do go to a lot of bar mitzvahs everybody um (laughs) or just at the local family pool party everybody sets up the cornhole boards and these people on ESPN, four bagger after four bagger, like it's nobody's business. I mean, it's almost not even fun to watch. It's like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, you have perfection every time. What's the point in that? So, um, but yeah, and yes, in answer to your question, it does have the hot dog, the bun, but I want a change to that contest because you that's the cup of water is there to put your buns to soak them and it's a five second time limit you can soak your buns for five seconds i want the hot dog eating contest to be done with a regular breaded bun no soaking right well yeah you're, you're gonna have to drink more drinks to get it down there and now obviously joey's not going to be able to even approach 76 and but i mean or just eliminate the bun altogether you know what i'm saying right, because right. like i mean because all all the bun is is basically a mushy mess yeah it's just it's taking up space down there sure you know so um yeah so anyway so um but yeah, hats off to the true goat. 76 hot dogs. And I mean, not only did he win it again, I mean, second place was 26 behind him. <laughs> 26 a, hot dogs. I mean, I, I think the only way he can lose is if like in his quest, like, all right, so next year he's got to say, all right, I think 77, 78's in reason. And I'm not making a joke of this because I don't want anybody to die, obviously, in a sporting event or a contest for those who don't consider this a sport if as if they're like as he's in his routine like one of the fucking dogs kind of like goes sideways and then all of a sudden he's like <clears throat> yeah choking and then obviously they have to resuscitate and get the you know a la field of dreams when the doctor crosses the line and even though she had been choking on the hot dog for what seemed like minutes. And they were like, Oh, this girl's choking. He he taps on her back. She spits out the hot dog. Um, And then he obviously would lose because the other eaters would continue to eat. But 
I, I think that's the only way he can lose this contest. I mean, fucking 76 to 50, that's not even fucking close. No, it's not. You know what I mean? So yeah. It, it, um, yeah, it's baffling at the domination of that sport. And he loses other eating events. It's not like he's just the world's greatest because, I mean, I saw going in, he made a tweet that not a great way to go into Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I just lost my fourth straight eating contest. So there's something about the hot dog. He's got it down to a science, something, yeah. Right, you know, because he lost an ice cream contest, a, win, a chicken wing contest, whatever, whatever, whatever they were. But right. he had lost four straight contests heading into this, and then he fucking beats the field by 20. I don't know, I don't know what ever happened to Matt Stoney. I think Matt Stoney is the last non-Joey Chestnut winner. Yeah, I have no idea either. Kobayashi won a couple before Chestnut's reign started. And then Stoney beat Chestnut like somewhere in the middle of this 14 to 15 rain. And I don't know what happened to Matt Stoney. Maybe he just decided, well, maybe he choked to death in the hot dog during training. I don't know. <laughs> that could be. Uh, but the other stat, interesting stat that um, I did look up on Joey Chestnut, you know what his net worth is? $10.5 million. No, it's not that much. Really? No. I know, I know he doesn't make much for winning the title the, other than the coveted mustard belt, but I thought with advertising and everything, you'd make, all right, so if it's not 10 million, I don't know, 3 million? No, he's, he eats hot dogs for a living, Mike. So uh, depending on the reports, I've seen, I've seen anything from 1.5 million to 2.2 million. He's underpaid them. He's a true fucking legend that's getting <laughs> agree or disagree. Well, no, I mean, no, I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, I just, it, it would annoy me if somebody that eats hot dogs for a living eats food, you know, does eating contests for a living, you know, is worth three or four times as much as my net worth. And I don't know. I, I guess I haven't even calculated my net worth. If you truly, sometimes they don't, uh, they don't take into consideration that, you know, the debt on your home in some of those net worth calculations, but you know, yeah, that, I don't know. You know, he's got a talent for sure. He's worked hard at something. I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Do I think he's worried? Do I think he should be worth 20 million? I guess if you go that route, I guess my logic is a little bit flawed because there's some people that don't do jack shit that sit around at their computers and do some stuff on the internet and, you know, their net worth is outrageous. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying to a point, but I'm going to disagree and take the other side of it before we rate this beer because um, as listeners know, we're doing this via Zoom. And we'll have to rate the beers sec segment two. And then I got to get this on the iPad, iPad. I have to get this on the charger because I'm at like 6%. But uh -oh. hey, I mean, if you do something that nobody else in the world can do, there has to be value in that, in my opinion. And, you know, and like some people would listen and say, he fucking eats hot dog. That's disgusting. I don't even know how, why would I, that shouldn't be worth anything. It's like, well, 
all right, I'll start cooking the hot dogs. Let's see how many you can eat, Aunt Tilly. <laughs> and you know, and, you know, and, and it's like quite you know, a, it's like, quite it's he, worth quite he, a bit to Nathan's. I mean, I, I he, agree he, with that, but and he's worth more than me and you probably put together. And that's frustrating because I'd like to think I valuable in my job. I'd like, you know, you like think you're valuable at your job. And I know this podcast is way more valuable than eating the hot dogs, but it's just unnoticed yet. But it's like, all right, we should try it one day, Dave. No, that's a good idea. How many, if I could eat eat 12 in 10 minutes, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say 10 for me. Now the bun thing is the creepy part because you soak the bun because then all you're doing is because the bun doesn't really come. But I think I could legit eat twelve hot dogs with the bun as you would eat at a normal American family cookout. I think I could eat twelve in ten minutes easily. Right, and that don't that only puts me seventy six minus twelve. That's what sixty four <laughs> behind him. I'm only sixty four behind the goat. So, um. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want that rule change. I think you, I, but I think they let you soak it, the bun. Cause I think if you ate buns regularly, I think that's actually more of a choking hazard. And I would bet your throat would get all dried out and everything would get stuck in there. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Uh, my turn first on this one. Uh, yep. This is a delicious IPA. Uh, this is done right. Now they do have a they do have a, 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 a double IPA. Um, they have a couple other versions of their IPA. Uh, this is their obviously by the to remind the listeners it's eight five point eight percent and fifty IBUs. This is their most to use the word again sessionable. Uh, you know you can you can drink if you're an IPA person several of these in a row. But um, I'm gonna go to to do in my world of IPAs. Uh, I'm gonna put this at a three point. Uh, is it more than a three point? Is it up to three point five, three point six? It's not into the four range for sure. Uh, I'm gonna go three point six. I'm going to go 3.60. Um, all right. Well, so that means we both like the second tasting better than the first tasting. I'm going 3.50 on my rating simply because I think I like, I mean, they were very similar. Hop Knot and the old uh, Zirical Desert were very similar. But the hop knot was more citrusy, and this was more of a, just a smooth, regular, down-to-earth IPA, so therefore I enjoyed it more. So I went 3.50. Okay, so untapped for me, just looked it up while you were talking, 1,177 check-ins, 3.72. So I was just a hair kind of like I was on the last one, just a, a tenth or two, uh, you know, just a little over a tenth lower than the untapped crowd. And as for, yeah, so I was closer to the untapped crowd, but it's weird because I wonder if Zeracol is a relatively new beer because the hot knot 
had 50,000 check-ins, but the Zeracol had 4,390 check-ins. So we know Four Peaks Brewery has the range to get out to the masses with the 50,000 check-ins, and yet this is sub-5,000 check I mean, 43.90 is still a solid n- number for some of the beers we taste, but they came in at 3.70, so I was closer to them at 3.50, but nonetheless, it is what it is, as the kids would say. All right, Daywell, fuck what the kids say. We're not kids anymore. No, we're uh, not. Third tasting, and... All right, so Chris Leachman got me the two beers that we ch- I tasted from Four Peaks, which I was going to split with you, but I figured, well, you're tasting three from Oregon. I'll just drink the the two from Chris. A little bit different pod, but I'll kind of try to match you. And based on your Facebook post, I'm pretty sure you went to the Rogue Brewing Company. I did in Newport, Oregon. I did. All right, Newport. So, how far is Newport from Bend? Uh, bro, I didn't. I didn't research that. I'm gonna probably mm, two as the crow flies. Hundred and hundred and fifty miles, maybe. Oh wow, you guys drove that far then? Okay. Oh yeah, I thought well, I... we spent two days over there on the coast. Okay, yeah, I I, did, I didn't know that was that far, but, but anyway. So I went with an Oregon beer for tasting three. I went with Rogue's Combat Wombat. 6.7% alcohol. I'll look up the IBUs later. But there's a lot of grapefruit slash orange slices on the can. So I'm assuming that's the type of IPA I'm getting into. Um, yeah, Wombat Wombat is a fusion of hazy, sour, and fruity, all tied together with a healthy dose of Australian hops. So that's what I got to look forward to, Dave, for tasting number three. How about yourself? Okay, for myself, I've got a 22 ounce bottle from a brewery, uh, Wild Ride, Wild Ride Brewing Company in redmond oregon all right uh it's called nut crusher peanut butter porter nut crusher peanut butter porter and it's got a big old elephant on the front it looks really angry and it looks like he's on skis it's got the skis are kind of upright um next to his tusks but um the thing that interests me about this is it's six percent abv right so six percent alcohol but the IBUs is 18. Now, typically when we get into porters or stouts that claim, you know, oh, we've got chocolate and peanut butter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when the IBUs have been 20 or below, it's usually been delicious, like a dessert kind of a porter or stout. Right. So I'm really, really curious to see if this falls in line with that, with that pattern. All right, well, without further ado, let's get her started. So I guess third tasting, we're our polar opposites almost then. Yeah, you're, kinda. You're a peanut butter stout and I'm a uh, hazy juicy IPA. 
in your bottle, I'm canned. So, I mean, th this tasting is polar opposite. But, but nonetheless, both from the lovely state of Oregon. And both should be full of flavor based on the descriptions. So the whole point is, is, is many of these beers, everybody, you can't, you probably won't be able to get them in the Rogue, maybe. Rogue claims that they are in all 50 states. They distribute to all 50 states. And I want to say, if I remember the website correctly, do I have it still up? Um, I do. Uh, oh, yeah. In all 50 states and 54 countries. So, you know, you'll, you'll be able to get a Rogue beer in Michigan or wherever you're listening uh, from. But, uh, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think mine from Wild Ride Brewing, um, they don't distribute outside of Oregon. And many of the ones that I've visited so far here in town in Bend do not distribute outside of Oregon. Uh, the only other one that I know for a fact that does is Deschutes. So I think Deschutes is in somewhere in the 30 range. They're in 30 some states. And they do distribute to some countries, but, um, but yeah. So if you come to Oregon, these are some ones that you want to put on your list. And before you, we uh, cheers for those listeners at home that keep track and score the beers, which I know all of them do, Dave. I mean, it's of course. very useful information. Uh, 49 IBUs on the uh, Combat Wombat, the IPA Sour. Okay. So, Six seven forty nine IBUs. Six seven. All right. Well, I've got the I've got the tink on the cheers here since we're okay. doing it via Zoom. All right. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, Dave. Yes, sir. Just like I thought. That is that. <laughs> that almost doesn't count as a beer. That is so delicious. That is a little chocolatey, a lot of peanut butter. That's probably, that That has to be the most peanut buttery. Is that a word, Mike? Peanut it buttery? Is not, it, it is for podcast purposes. Peanut buttery is the word. Yeah, right. sure. Most peanut buttery porter slash stout I think, I think I've tried. Not overbearing. It's not. It's not too rich. Like it's going to make you sick or anything. But it's it's there. And this. So I, I guess the old adage "save the best for last" really is apropos for episode eighty-two of flights, football, and anything else. Follow us on Facebook and give us a like, please. Um, because this is, I mean, it, it's an IPA sour, and. I'm going to say damn near at uh, what I say the ABV was on this bad boy, Dave, six, seven, six. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, I mean, if you have six, a seven small, or seven, six, it wasn't seven, six, was it? No, no, six, seven, six, seven. Sorry. Um, at six, seven. I mean, as long as you have a small lawn, this could classify as a lawnmower cutting beer. Very smooth. And I'm going to have to research that because I don't know if we've ever come across a beer because when you when you go into Untapped, it says it's an IPA hyphen sour. 
and I can see, I can see where they mean by that. They're, I mean, it's not the bitter IPA taste, and yeah. there's some sourness to it, but it, it's very drinkable, and it's got the old Kung Fu Panda type on the can. Um, although I'm, maybe it's a wombat because it what is. is it? Is it a wombat? What is I a wombat? You showed me the picture on the can, yeah. But that looks like a bear to me. So a wombat looks like a bear. Yeah, yeah. A wombat's like a little, yeah, like a marsupial kind of like uh uh oh god. Um <laughs> third tasting. Here we go. Memory is um <sighs> come on, they make they make their dens in the side of the freaking yeah, when I when I when I hear bat, I see Dracula. I get <laughs> I don't want him in my fucking hair, and I just I lose interest real way. So we're we're just gonna fucking move on to the next yeah, time. No, it's not a bat. Oh. It's a it's like a it's like a it's like a it's like a ground mammal. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, why can't I think of? Yeah, it looks like a fucking bear. Fuck him. Oh. Let's call it Tom Bear. We'll call right. it Tom Swan Bear. <laughs> um, so uh. Anyway, oddly enough, you had mentioned, I have some viewing pleasures for our listeners as well, but you had mentioned you had been watching something because uh, your brother-in-law told you. So what is that, Dave? Right. So um, he got me caught or got me hooked on Ted Lasso. Have you heard of Ted Lasso, the show? Um, The only way I've heard of it is our A on Spit and Chicklets has mentioned it he really enjoys it but i think it's on apple tv and correct. i not have that correct and that's the one where he's like a soccer coach but knows nothing about soccer yeah well yeah exactly so what happened the premise is um so he he in the beginning you you find out that he took wichita state he was a first-time head coach took Wichita state from a nothing record from a losing record to winning that conference. And right now I'm not remembering the conference. I should remember it, but I'm not, uh, you probably remember it. What, what conference is Wichita state in? No clue. All right. Really? Anyway, so he took he I know Wichita state yeah. to, to, to the conference championship. And so this premier soccer team in the UK, uh, this woman decides to hire him to you know take her team from mediocrity to winning the premier league so he knows nothing about soccer but his assistant coach that he brings with him uh you find out in the first couple episodes he's a pretty sharp dude and you know he but but um but anyway coach lasso he he has a very unique uh ultra altruistic optimistic attitude um that's infectious, but yet, you know, you get on this through, I'm like through the sixth episode right now. And it, you know, it gets on kind of a roller coaster ride that surprises you. So, um, but it's funny. The writers are hysterical. So the, the, um, the guy that plays that, that character, Ted Lasso is Jason uh, Sudeikis. I hope I pronounce his last name, right. But he's been on, uh, uh, SV or uh, SNL. Uh, he was a writer for SNL. He is a performer on SNL. Um, the, uh, we are the Millers with Jennifer Aniston. Um, he oh horrible bosses. 
He was in that oh, one. Yeah. Uh, yep. Funny, funny dude. Really, really sharp-witted kind of a – but I think you'd appreciate the coaching aspect of all that stuff too because he's really got a challenge ahead of him. You know, he, they throw all of the things that – you know, all the challenges you could have as a head coach in a professional uh, professional team uh, to try to get attitudes turned around and to get people to come together as a team. So I think that's the aspect you would enjoy – uh, but you and I both have the same problem. Uh, we do not have subscri- uh, subscriptions to Apple TV yet, but that might segue into my, um, into the FU segment. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Liz and I have been kind of all over the board. I think this week is the week we're going to dive back into my lovely, famously lovely. I don't even know what that <laughs> billions, but, episode season five is only like five or six episodes and then um uh COVID hit so then they but they have restarted the shoot filming of it so that should be out pretty soon either on showtime uh that because that's where Liz and I watch it and even got a loyal listener Brian Adams hooked on it and he even thinks Bobby Axelrod is as cool as I do and another special shout out to Brian Adams and Brandon Cars, because next week we have a uh, Tennessee tasting. All right. Uh, uh, their families went to Tennessee on vacation, did this, that, and the other thing, whatever they did. But most importantly, they found the time to bring home some IPAs for us to rate on the pod, put them in my fridge. Brian tasted one of the three, and I said, well, what do you think of it? He's absolutely fucking horrible. But then again, Brian's a Bud Light drinker, so we'll see. You know, so next week, it's a uh, Taste of Tennessee is what we'll call it for episode 83. But um, Liz and I, you know, watch Red. We're back and forth, so that means there's we're watching a lot of things that are somewhat interesting, but nothing – you know, like the Billions or Sopranos or Breaking Bads or that type of show. But uh, on Amazon Prime, we were watching uh, Red Oaks. And we typically never do this. I mean, we have one 25-minute episode left, and that's the end of the series. It's a, in, Season three was in 2017. And I, I mentioned it earlier on, on previous episodes on the pod. And it was, it's like, well... You know, it started out as basically like Caddyshack on crack. And then it kind of turned into your standard 80s rom-com. And then season three, which is a massive. And like Liz and I's policy when we're watching series is like, all right, well, if we're going to watch the show, when we get to the end of the season, if we get to the last episode, we got to watch a lot. So we try to time the season so like all right <laughs> let's say it's a 12 episode season yeah it's like all right well, let's watch 9 and 10 tonight we'll watch 11 and 12 tomorrow well red oaks was a season three was the six episoder so today we watched episodes two three and four two three four and five on season three i mean there, it, it's a it's a dumb comedy a quick watch 20 minutes 25 minutes and it's like, all right, well, I got to go rock, walk Ruby and listen. I got to get, I got some work to do. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. And as it turns out, there's only six episodes in season three. And quite frankly, 
I think when they were re- recording season three, it was like, ah, yeah, this show's kind of fucking stupid. Let's uh, let, 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 wrap it up, you know, and then just you call it a day because it was like season one was good. Season so two. So what you're like, saying is you were disappointed in the in the last episode. Exactly, and and there's only one, and I don't foresee it. And like I say, Paul Reiser is one of the only named actor in the show, and I don't foresee them doing anything else since it's uh, what is it, July 2021, and season three ended in 2017. So yeah. I very much no. is going to be Red no. Oaks reunion, but no. I mean, if you're bored. You want some background noise, and you're gonna you putz around on the computer or play uh, words with friends on your phone or whatever. So so watch. Yeah. Uh, what else was I watching? Ah, oh, there's a couple things back and forth. Nothing that I'm gonna. Doesn't think. sound. Yeah, it doesn't Although sound Brian interesting Adams, enough Brian to. And Adams is hooked on billions. So, folks, if I fucking back something wholeheartedly, fucking please listen because. It's the real deal. But, <laughs> yeah, I love, I like billions as well. All right, Dave. Yep. Um, I want to play something for you here. This is the first time either of us have ever heard it. I think he was the guest on episode four of Spilling the Nachos with uh, Big Nate and Tommy. Um, I haven't listened to that episode yet. That will be my uh walk with ruby monday listen tomorrow right but last week if you recall i gave the old infamous fuck you segment i gave you the infamous fuck you with an asterisk and i said hey brian who listens to both pods left a voicemail on anchor to the boys that spilling the nachos and i'm like you're the producer you're the you're the you know the the straw that stirs the drink of this fucking podcast. How do you not know you our listeners could fucking leave a voicemail on anchor and you're and we're both like, oh, I don't know, whatever, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, well, wait, I'm gonna give you the fuck you this week, and I'm gonna resend it. I resend the fuck you. If in fact, like maybe Brian just called Tommy in on his personal phone and said, Hey, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um there is a feature for our listeners that use Anchor who can leave a voicemail, and hopefully the listeners can hear this because this will be first time ever heard on 82 podcasts of flight football and anything else. Uh, a voicemail left by a listener, Brian, who listens to the show, and he left a voicemail on Anchor. So uh-huh. my you to you last week stands, but here is his voicemail. Can't hear it very well. Yeah. All right, well, I heard it on this end. So without further ado, the nation's greatest segment in all of podcast history, because now I have three podcasts. Uh, now I have three three of these. But without further ado, 
it's it's coming it's taking the nation by storm dave <laughs> that's what i hear on the fuck you on that because all right first fuck you brian got your your uh um voicemail or your voicemail to anchor <laughs> so the fuck you today from episode 81 stands but i'm gonna give you a fuck you it's like hey take the cock out of your mouth and speak up like a man so we can hear you talk <laughs> because we didn't hear you talk so um you know you're kind of like whispering like you were in a like a, a, a catholic church confession professional that you had just slept spent three nights with two prostitutes against their will so hey speak up when you got to fuck you for the fuck you segment please that's fuck you number one fuck you number two is um what the hell take over dave take over dave i'm fucking bad brain fuck bro all right so i mean i had i i I told you at the beginning of the pod you know, I'm having such a good time here in Ben and, and totally appreciate my brother and sister-in-law for enabling us to stay here and, you know, and, and doing all the things that they're doing for us. But a very, 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 very lighthearted fuck you to the fact that you got me hooked on this Ted Lasso show and I don't have an Apple TV subscription. So I'm not sure how much this is going to end up costing me, but uh, depending on how I'm sure for the next three or four nights that we're still going to be here. Uh, if I'm able to watch, you know, a few more episodes that will probably keep me or get me hooked even further. Um, so that would be my lighthearted. Fuck you. Did you think of it yet? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, happened just yesterday and yesterday was Saturday, July 10th. Way, way, way fucking too early for a fantasy football draft, but host of spilling the nachos, the big dog, the big dog, the, the D-O-double-G, if you will. He's the commissioner. A lot of people have a lot of shit going on. Hey, we're all older. We all, hey, life life happens, you know, just like this podcast. You know, we would prefer not to do it via Zoom, but life gets in the way. You do what you got to do. So anyway, the only date the league, the 10-team league could um, agree on was Saturday, July 10th. Well, Saturday, July 10th was the one day I couldn't make because of a grad party for one of my uh, youngest son's best friends and one of the kids I spent many, many years coaching. Many. Yep. Couldn't miss it. So, hey, it happens. I get it. You know, I'm not I'm not mad that they had the draft without me. But the in, the, the best part of any fantasy, fantasy football league, basketball league, baseball league, hockey league, hot dog eating contest league, whatever. The best part is the actual draft. You, you're in person, you know, you're busting balls, you're drinking beer, you're eating food, you're, hey, fuck you. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. And, and that's the best part, but I understand, Hey, you know, in running my own league, it's very difficult to get guys our age to be able to commit to one fucking day. So, all right, that's not my fuck you. My fuck you is, all right, the draft started at six. 
and I'm having fucking phone issues, not refreshing, probably whatever. That's my, that's on my end. That's not the fuck you. I get that, whatever. And then all of a sudden it comes to my third pick of the draft or whatever it was. I'm like, all right. Oh, sweet. Fucking AJ Brown. Wide receiver from Tennessee. Fucking stud. Bloop. I'm going to draft him. I draft him. The fucking site that we're using shows that Priapism Hard Counts drafted A.J. Brown, eighth pick of third round or whatever it was. All right, fucking cool. That's fucking solid. He's, he's a fucking stud. A.J. Brown's fucking badass. Minute later, the big dog texts me, hey, uh, so-and-so actually picked him, but uh, there was a glitch in the system, and he ended up getting a linebacker, so you got to pick somebody else. Hmm. I got to pick somebody else. I'm the only one fucking not at the fucking site. And my fucking site showed A.J. Brown available. I selected him. He's on my team. Oh, yep. And so I, I tell Nate, you know, I get it. You know, one owner can't show up, whatever. Part of the reason I can't show up is I'm a great fucking supervisor. And half the league, you know, just about half the guys in the league are you know, work for me. So I give them the day off so they can make the draft, which made it nearly impossible for me to get my fucking job done. But that ain't no hard feelings. That's why they pay me $7 an hour. But um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I'm like, well, now wait a second. You guys are all at the draft. He makes the pick. It, I'm, my computer says on the clock, priapism, hard counts, AJ Brown draft. And it says a priapism hard count selects wide receiver AJ uh, AJ Brown from Tennessee. How is he not mine? So, hey, yep. no feelings, but a big fuck you to the big dog league because AJ Brown is a priapism hard count member. So fuck you guys. No, I, I first of all, I mean July tenth. For a Amen, fo- brother. For a football Amen. draft? Hey, they're doing the baseball draft right now, aren't they? Oh, and, hey, and, and, and Nate and Tommy want to do, they want to do a collab with uh, you and I. It'll, it'll be fun. I think, you know, if we can get uh, get the dates together and spill oh, them for sure, for sure. anything else. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, hey, you know, two, you know, up and coming podcasts trying to get you know, get each other up and running and have some fun with it. And, right. you know, they, they drink while they do it, but their focus isn't on the beer as much as we are, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And so, but yeah. And, and that's, you know, Hey, and if there's any hard feelings, well then that'll be another fuck you because hell last week I gave you the fuck you for not knowing about the anchor voicemail. Yeah. But so, I'm still going to show up with you. Exactly. So anyway, but yeah, that's my fuck you of the week. So, all right. And if, and if AJ Brown has twenty six touchdowns, there'll be many, many more fuck yous <laughs> along the way. I fucking had that motherfucker on my team. But yeah, you're right. July. T- in, in fairness to Nate, it's a pain in the ass. Fucking because, like I said, the live draft is fantasy. 
and you can join 25 fucking Yahoo leagues where you're sitting on the computer, you got your dick in your hand, you're rubbing one out, and you're fucking, <laughs> hey, oh, God, I got Tom Brady in the fourth row. <laughs> you squirt all over the TV screen, whatever. But nothing <laughs> compares to the live fucking draft when, you know, you guys are fucking, you know, you may, hell, maybe a guy fucking pukes on himself <laughs> picking his eighth pick. There's nothing compared to the live draft. And, you know, Nate, you know, like I say, to his credit, you know, in March, he said, oh, date, you know, I don't know if it was March, but early on, he said, hey, you know, what date works for you guys? Gotcha. You know? Yeah. And then everybody's like, well, August is busy for me because I'm, uh, you know, baptizing a boatload of nuns and I'm, I'm going to finger <laughs> fuck a snake and, you know, we're going to do this, that, and the other thing. And so then apparently the only date they could come up with was July 10th. So if they're um, nuns, aren't they already baptized? Well, sure, but they've never been fucked up, I don't think. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got a random question for me? I think I do, Dave, and this could... Uh, could end our relationship? No, it won't end Could the end the pod? No, no, not at could all. end the world? What is one of your deepest, darkest fears, thoughts, concerns? All right, well, I, I'll tell you this. This is this is this is pretty um, this is pretty relevant. So before coming to Oregon, I mean, for whatever reason, YouTube YouTube knows what you what you watch. So one time I clicked a video, and I don't know why it came up. Or, oh, shut up! <laughs> I clicked a video, and it was a someone in like Czechoslovakia. Uh, uh, riding their mountain bike down the mountain and a freaking grizzly bear went running after the person in front of him. And the guy had a GoPro on him, I, you know, as one of those viral videos. So the bear didn't end up catching the mountain biker, but I'm watching this thing, waiting for the bear to tackle this mountain biker. And in, you know, in the Czech vernacular or whatever he was speaking he's basically like you know oh my god oh my god oh my god you know trying to shout at his friend like hey there's this six seven hundred pound bear chasing you so the whole time you know i'm six miles up into the mountain you know uh riding down i'm i I don't know i'm just it was hard to focus at some points because i'm waiting for a bear or a mountain lion or something like that to come out of the woods and kind of run me down. Uh, but it didn't happen. And quite frankly, it's kind of a stupid thing to think about because there are, there are so many freaking people out riding the trails and running and, and mountain biking and whatever it's, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that, you know, during daylight hours, there's any kind of a bear, or any kind of a, any kind of an apex apex predator you know, around in that area. So that's kind what of a, mean? what's that? What does apex predator mean? At the top of the food chain, man. Oh, that, is that really a term? Yeah. I thought you, I thought you were just fucking talking nonsense. No, that's a term. Apex, Come on, Mike. Apex predator is a term. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look okay. it up. Hey, look, hey, fuck this. If nothing else, this podcast is informative. <laughs> Yeah, who needs who needs uh, who needs uh, Omaha's wild wild kingdom, right? Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to take mine. Real question, because 
I, I owe it to the listeners. There's, you know, full disclosure here. And although your fear is a valid fear, you know, hey, you know, much like I fear being attacked by a uh, great white shark in the middle of the uh, Mediterranean Ocean or sea. <laughs> but you know how? But you know how I prevent that fear? I stay out of the fucking Mediterranean. <laughs> you know what my fucking thing? And, and I noticed it last mm-hmm. night at and hopefully i don't start even tearing up on this podcast here but yesterday was the last of keep it together mike keep it together i'm trying dave the last of the big five of the graduation parties that we had to attend and by the way your yours and my I we said earlier that we weren't going to rate yours or mine, but even rating yours and mine last night, Wonder Burger, fucking food truck with the hamburger and fries, hands down, no question asked, the best fucking grad food of all the parties we've been to. I know I'm. They're right, I'm, they're right there sorry, on I South. That. They're right there on the. They're right there on South Michigan. Okay. I mean, oh, fuck it. It's amazing. The, the fries aren't quite to the level of Austin Brothers, but they were very good. Anyway, on to the, the deepest, darkest fears. Our, our, our kids are going home. I mean, that's the cycle of life and growing old sucks. It, you know, so now what? So now you're. 80 and great your your kids have kids and you see your grandkids and well you know, you know and hey i love grandma and grandpa i get it there there's got to be something more in my opinion it's all right so we're getting on and hey we're, we're living our life fine you know you, your kids are growing older they're graduating they're going on being yeah, hey so we've done our jobs as parents thumbs up to us Woo, we're great Get it? I, that part of that's not my fear. Now what? That's the fear. That's my biggest fear. It's like, all right, so, and I always joke on the pause, like, all right, you know, I'll be sixty-six years old, and you know, the bartender from the corner bar will be the one that right. just takes me home, and I stumble up the driveway, and I pass out drunk because, hey, the you know, you know. Uh, Nick is living with his family in Bemidji, Minnesota, and yep. Jeff and his with his family in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I know it should have been the flip flop, but that's the irony in this pot. I put fucking Justin in Jacksonville, who just Nick is the fan of the Jack. Yep. I get it. Yep, I get. It. So that is my biggest fear. So, you know, when you go to all these graduation parties and you see the pictures, and you know, you look back at the memories and now it's over. That's my biggest fear is like, all right, well, now what? Yeah. No, you, you, you gotta, now what? Now you just, you gotta come with your hobbies and wait to your, you know, if you're blessed enough to have grandkids, then you're coaching your grandkids through little league and youth football and, you know, you know, 
taking the whole family if you've saved up enough or if you can you know scrape together enough money you, you take your you take justin and nick and and their entire family to disney i mean that's the now what i mean that's you know you, you try to find the next adventure fair enough all right well hopefully. i saw some i saw some guys today or not today uh that last mountain bike um like i said you run into there's a ton of people relative to the amount of area that you're covering the amount of people that you end up seeing is kind of bizarre but no i saw some guys that were seriously well within their 60s and i mean they could definitely kick the shit out of me i mean i i don't know you know they must have grown up in this area or whatever but you know they do a lot of a lot of this kind of outdoor activity and you know life is good for them um and so whatever they want to do you know they're healthy enough to do it or you go the other way like some other people do and you know you uh (laughs) you have enough fun so where it ends early and you don't have to worry about like your fear of growing old and not having anything else to do or not being able to do anything yeah that was kind of a serious pseudo morbid end to the you know close to this hey i i get everybody thinking is that what you're trying to do nothing fucking else i gotta get at the flights football and anything else listeners like well geez that was more of a random question than i was expecting i was expecting him like would you like sleep with three prostitutes in one night on a bet or not yeah because that one's not very existential exactly and how many times can you use existential in this podcast uh not very many but you gave me an opportunity too so i took it oh see and that's why hey there is no i in team but there isn't a win baby yeah all right so let's rate this last one what do you say all right yes sir let's do it um wow the old rogue combat wombat definitely liked it better than the first so we're going higher than 3.33 you know what it it was my favorite of the night 375 you're going 375 on the combat wombat yes i am all right so like i said i'm not gonna beat a dead horse on this one um you know, if you like bitter beer, if you if that's your thing, then do not do not get the nut crusher peanut butter porter. Uh, but if you like a, a good porter uh, with chocolate and peanut butter and a solid chocolate peanut butter taste, without being over the top too rich, um, where it's definitely, I could see where some 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 classic uh some some staunch beer lover you know tasters uh what is it a cicerone is that a that's a that's a professional beer taster i believe uh we might have to get our certification in that too mike by the way let's work on that i believe emily Emily rushing is a cicerone dave's wife she said she was a cicerone i think that's the right word anyway emily rushing rushing day rushing oh okay yeah uh, I, I fucking drew a line what are you talking about all right <laughs> anyway <laughs> hopefully she's listening to the pod she's nodding her head going yes mike i told you you dumb fucker um nut crusher is delicious this is i'm definitely going i'm going 4.1 all 
Wow. Yep. 4.1, and I'll stand by it. This is awesome. It is, it's a dessert porter. Yeah. And most of in early on in the pot, I wouldn't have liked those as much, but at episode 82, I think I'm leaning kind of that way. But the Combat Wombat 6.7 and 49 IBUs, I came in at 375. And hey, for the first time in, in weeks, I think. I don't know why my voice squealed when I said weeks. But, um, for the first time, in a week, little girl. I think I'm actually higher than I went with the uh, 3.75 and with 22,000 check-ins. Wow. Untapped came in at 3.73. So, I, I mean, essentially, I was right with the 22. Yeah, right on there. Check that. All right. So let me see with. I actually have to check. Do, 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 but do, do, do. All right. So I didn't come in on this one with as many check-ins. 15,000. All right. So 15,000 check-ins. Uh, 3.89. That's wow. what the untapped crowd came in at. So I was, I was definitely, you know, yeah. it was significantly. Is that, would that be uh, almost? Oh, that- Significantly, you were you were slightly higher. You had three eight nine and four one. Two tenths. Yeah, yeah, that's not significantly higher. No. Right. <clears throat> so you liked it a little more than the on tap crowd. Exactly. <clears throat> well, Dave, got anything else, buddy? You know what? I don't. Uh, fabulous vacation in in Bend, Oregon. Um, I recommend it, but you know, just passing through, um, it'd be good to stop at all the microbrews or as many as you can. Uh, you know, uh, especially like the good life, uh, like I said, Crux, uh, have not been to the shoots yet. Uh, but there's, there's many, 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 many in Oregon. Um, but, uh, if you're going to do any of the outdoor adventure stuff, make sure you, you, you're here for at least five days. All right. Well, any of our listeners want to comment on what the- movie they think of when they hear American Girl, please put it on Facebook because yeah, I mean, hey, I can't tell Dave what he thought of what he you know, hears that song, but there is definitely a movie when you, she was an American girl anyway, so yeah. let us know on that and this is kind of confusing into episode 82 because i'm at the end of tasting three but i've still got a half a glass of tasting two but nonetheless <laughs> i will say as i look down in the bottom of my glass i can see i'm out of beer ah, and as the late great Stuart scott would say you ain't gotta go home <laughs> but you gotta get the heck up out of here